Welcome to the Feel Better Naked Radio, where your host, Samantha Burgos, sits with influential beings to discuss how they feel better naked. Let's explore what it means to be you. Let's learn how to feel better naked. Hey guys, welcome to the Feel Better Naked podcast. This is your host, Samantha, and today I have the pleasure of having on Victoria Jen. She is, besides being a super beautiful lady, she's also very inspirational. She inspires me. Um, I think she's so intelligent and I love what she does. So I thought it'd be great to have her on here today. Um, She is an entrepreneur and founder of the Female uh, Collaborative, which is recognized by Forbes and Business Insiders. Also, she's uh, the host of the series um, on IG called Women Who Roar, which I think is amazing. And I've been tuning in. If, If I can't catch it live, I catch it after. And I'm just like, this is what we need during this time, honestly. So um, I can't wait to hear about that. But if you want to introduce yourself a little bit and tell us who you are. Sure. So thanks so much for having me on the podcast, the Feel Naked podcast. It definitely sounds right up my alley. (laughs) Uh, But that's another story. Um, But no, I'm really excited to be here. And I am a serial entrepreneur. So after 15 years in corporate America, Uh, Three years ago, I decided to completely bet on myself, take a risk, and become a business owner. Definitely never something I ever dreamed about becoming. (laughs) Entrepreneurship wasn't like a goal of mine. It just happened, um, and I just rolled with the punches, and now here I am three years later. Um, I consider myself a renaissance entrepreneur. I I love it. (laughs) I don't have one thing that I focus on, so... You mentioned the Female Collaborative, which is a nonprofit organization that I run that focuses on revolutionizing how women work and do business together. So we're all about bringing dope-ass women together, putting them in the same rooms. They all have value. They all have resources. But let's check the BS at the door and figure out how we can collaborate and make magic together. Oh, I love that. And so we offer training, events, leadership, coaching, et cetera especially for our members. And it's been pretty awesome working on that project. Uh, In addition to the Female Collaborative, I run VJR Enterprises, which is a consulting company where I work with companies in figuring out how to strategically attract uh, talent to their organization. So how to get top talent employees to their organization um, in very creative, innovative ways so they can attract, develop, and retain the best talent out there I work a lot on inclusion and diversity as well. So do a lot of advisory there, um, do a lot of one-on-one coaching as well as group coaching. And then lastly, Victoria Jen, right? So Victoria Jen is a brand, me, (laughs) I've been building kind of alongside with my businesses with the long-term goal of having my own show. So the dream is to have my own show, similar to the Women Who Wore series, but have it on a network um, and just, you know, talk my shit, inspire and motivate (laughs) masses. And that is the dream, right? That is the dream. And that's what I'm working on with building Victoria Jen. I love that. And I love how you mentioned yourself as a brand because all of us don't see it that way, but we ourselves are always a brand. Always. You are a brand, whether you like to believe it or not. That right? Is- whether you're trying or not, literally. <laughs> might as well make it the best brand <laughs> and use it as a competitive advantage because that's exactly what it is. Actually, this weekend, um, I'm hosting a webinar on the five steps to build a webinar, a personal brand that pays because I've been able 
to build a brand and actually get income as a result. So it's super important. And especially right now with the pandemic, you know, this right. is something that is at your disposal. It's you, it's your unique voice. It's your personality. It's right. your aura. So just let the world get that gift because you are one. So let them have it. I love that. I love that. How did you, well, you mentioned that you started in the corporate and then kind of went on and stumbled onto entrepreneurship. If you want to just kind of like, how did that happen? And kind of how did you find like the courage to take that leap? Because that, that leap is scary. Leap is super scary. So what happened was is throughout my career, I've had to reinvent myself. So okay. I started in sales and trading and finance. And I was at Lehman Brothers, so Lehman Brothers went wow. on, right? They corporate, corporate, you're not kidding. <laughs> corporate. Um, and then after that, I was trying to figure out my way, and I transitioned into the nonprofit space. So I worked on legislation. I was in Washington a lot, kind of lobbying um, to provide more access and capital to women-owned businesses. Then after that, I went into HR, and I started to recruiting um, in Morgan Stanley. Okay. And so that's like three inventions, right? So right? literally <laughs> then went into the nonprofit space, then went into HR, right? So three inventions up until that point. <laughs> um, and then my last role in corporate, I headed up talent management at Johnson & Johnson, which is a consumer product goods company. So not only did I reinvent myself in terms of role, I reinvented myself in industry, right? So now this is the third industry that I was working in. So kind of reinventing myself and trying new things has always been a theme in my career. So when Johnson & Johnson laid me off, which is how I became an entrepreneur, at first I was like, you know, let me go find another job because I wasn't thinking about entrepreneurship. Right. But I kept going on these interviews and I couldn't close the deal. Like, and I'm a closer. So I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so I took it as a sign from the universe that the universe is like, B, we're not going to let this happen. Like, you need to do you, right? Because I had started my consulting company as a side hustle. Okay. Years back. And so I was like, you know what? I have savings. Let me just bet on myself. Worst case scenario, I can always go back. I have a great network. I'll always be able to find a job. But when am I going to be able to do this? I have no kids. I'm not married to nobody. I'm single. Like, there's nothing holding me back or standing in my way but myself. So do it. What right. do you have to lose, right? And three years later, here I am. So it's still scary. It's still an emotional roller coaster. It's still the hardest thing I have ever done. Um, but it has also allowed me to grow in ways I never would have been able to grow if I stayed in corporate. No, for sure. I think um, I love that you mentioned that you um, just jumped around in so many industries and like positions and all that stuff. Because I feel like the fact that you did that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, is what also like not only builds like all the experience you can probably use nowadays, but also the fact that like it proved to you that you can kind of like do whatever you set your mind to. Like you can kind of conquer whatever you actually like do, you know? Definitely. I mean, it was you know, these new roles that I went into, I had absolutely no experience, right? So sales and trading, I came right out of the college into sales and trading. So I had no background in sales and trading. Then went into the nonprofit space, started raising money and working on legislation. Never did that before. Then ended up in HR, started doing recruiting and talent management. Never did that before. And now I'm an entrepreneur. Never did that before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Never ran my own nonprofit. You know what I mean? So it's like, Things that I've never done before, but I had a transferable skill set, which is how I was able to sell it. So 
you know, something to keep in mind as you're thinking about next career moves or entrepreneurship, whatever, is what skills are you gaining that you can transfer to another role and that you can sell and market yourself? And even if you can't, confidence will get you a long way. If you believe in yourself, it will intrigue and inspire people to believe in you too. But if you don't, nobody's going to believe in you, honey, if you don't believe in yourself, unless they're like a mentor of yours or a family member or somebody that's known you or somebody that sees a spark in you. But in the world we live in, people are busy and you need to catch their attention and confidence is the best way to do it. Um, I'm sorry you said that because it's very true. Um, I feel like, um, I guess now during quarantine and all that stuff, how, what have you noticed I guess, as a coach and all that stuff and even like in the female uh, collaborative, like what have you noticed has maybe like been a highlight or like a, just something that you've noticed that's happening is very common overall. Like, cause I feel like for example, a lot of women now I've noticed that like, because we're on this lockdown, I've kind of like figured it out or had time to think about other stuff. Like that little, like I guess that revelation you had in that time when you were job hunting, I feel like women are having now, you know, during this whole quarantine because people are not just women, but you know, everyone, yeah. but women are having this. And I feel like, um, have you noticed like an influx in that from your end as well? I think people are definitely, they've been forced to re-examine what really matters in life. And right. they also have been forced to really take a hard look at themselves in the mirror and really see that they've been the ones holding themselves back this whole time. And also that this is a great opportunity to take the time and reinvent yourself, right? So this is a great opportunity. I'm reinventing myself now. Like I have to think Girl, about- to do business i have to think about new ways to engage members in the female collaborative like everybody is being forced to reinvent themselves in some way somehow so focus on that and use that as ammunition and your fool and your fuel as you go through this experience obviously we're all on an emotional roller coaster and this you know shit sucks but you know you have a choice to make you can either use it as an achilles heel or you can use it as a propeller for you to actually live life on your terms because now you have the power to do that so it really is mindset and how you choose to internalize like what's going on in your world will really determine where you're positioned after this oh, i love that you said that because it is about your mindset and your perspective and how you view things honestly I mean, not only this situation but everything in life you know so yeah. I'm really happy that you mentioned that. But um, okay, so let's jump into the good stuff. So obviously, since we're the Feel Better Naked podcast, we're going to talk about wellness and all that stuff. But there's no right or wrong answer to this. But um, what does Feel Better Naked mean to you, like to Victoria Jen? Like, what does that mean to you? And how do you approach your version of feeling better naked? Like, when you want to feel at your best, what do you do? Yeah, so when I think about feel better naked, I don't necessarily just think about it when you're unclothed right when you're naked in the literal sense <laughs> yeah I think about it also when you feel good naked when you don't have makeup on you feel good naked when you can take off your mask and stop pretending to be somebody that you're not you can feel good naked where you feel like you don't have to put up a front for nobody not even yourself not for co-workers not for your family no one so feel good naked to me means when you are able to truly live freely and to me that is when you are able to be 1000 percent comfortable in your own skin and that takes time that takes experience that takes age you know i my birthday just passed on monday oh, happy birthday <laughs> so i'm now 37 and you're lying 37 girl yes 
And what I learned about getting older is like, I look forward to this because it allows you to have less Fs to give, right? You start caring less about what other people say. You start understanding how significant it is to truly live life on your terms and do it your way. And don't allow anybody to, you know, kind of dictate your destiny. It really is within you. And so I, over the years, and, you know, you might see me on Instagram and be like, oh my God, this girl's so confident. And, and I am, I'm not saying that I'm not, but there's, there's levels to confidence, right? right. There's levels. Right. And I think when you're able to feel good, naked, raw, bare, both literally and figuratively, to me, that equals success and true freedom. No, that was a beautiful answer. No, seriously. And well, how do you, when you feel, I guess what tips or takeaways do you feel like you can give for your, like, based on your own experience of you finding yourself and of you, because you're right, confidence does take, it doesn't just happen overnight, you know? Like I said, you just wake up on Monday morning like, bitch, I'm confident. That's not what happens. So, <laughs> so I guess in your experience, what tips do you do for yourself? Like when you're not feeling too confident, when you're about to ta- take on like a new endeavor or something like that, what do you do? Yeah, I just want to re- like state this, that regardless of what level of success you achieve, how much money is in your bank account, you know, how dope your crib is, you mm-hmm. will feel insecure at some point. It right. never leaves you because we are human and we naturally either, you know, feel like we haven't reached the level where we want to be and that's an insecurity for us. And we're usually never at 1,000% equilibrium in everything in our lives, right? That's very hard. And so insecurity comes with the territory regardless if you're super confident or not. And so knowing that, I think, already allows people to kind of, you know, kind of kind of relieve some of the stress they put on themselves and some of the weight they put on their shoulders because we all go through it, regardless of how confident you are. I sometimes get insecure, right? It's, it's human. It's what makes us human. And I think what, you know, I do when I hear that insecurity creeping up is I either call somebody to remind me of the badass that I am, <laughs> re-inflict that badass to and be like, yes, keep telling me how much I'm amazing. Keep telling me how great I am. Because we all need that. Like, even your strong friends that you think are incredible and you look up to, they need that TLC too. We all need it, right? We all feel, we all have emotions. And so... It's important to to realize that and have your squad of people, which is why the female collaborative is so important, right? It basically is, we actually call ourselves a TFC squad because it is literally a squad of women that you can call upon when you are feeling insecure or when you need somebody to remind you of your badassery. So that's one. Two is being self-aware and recognizing it. So don't try to, you know, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Not depressed. Try to kind of push down the insecurity, right? Try to kind of like uh, ignore that feeling. Definitely acknowledge it. Like that's a part of self-awareness and also pay attention to when it's happening. Mm-hmm. What environments are you in? Who are you around? Because then you can figure out the why and then you can figure out the solution to triumph that fear, right? And, and triumph that insecurity. Um, so that's two. And then three, your mirror is the best friend. So if you need to look in the mirror and talk to yourself, I look at the mirror all the time. And I'm like, I do that all the time. <laughs> you are the shit. Okay. Victoria, you, you girl. 
Or even when I need to, you know, put myself in check, like Victoria, you're going to work out today. <laughs> don't play yourself. <laughs> you know, talking to yourself is powerful. So it don't, <laughs> don't forget how powerful that is. Um, and do yourself talk whenever you need to. And then lastly, what's really helpful, and I advise a lot of my clients to do this too, put post-its around your, your house that are reminders and affirmations for you. So, you know, on your fridge, on your mirror, on your toothbrush, where you're going to see it every day, just those little reminders, we all need it. And it makes such a difference. Have you ever watched Mary Jane on BET? No, I haven't. So it's with Gabrielle Union. It's one of my faves. If you need a show to binge on, watch it. It's so good. Okay. Uh, But she does this. She has like a whole bunch of posters and she's super successful beautiful, you know, got it going on, but she puts these posts around her house as affirmations and it makes such an incredible difference. So those are kind of my tips when you're thinking about, you know, building confidence or having to remind yourself of the badass that you are. Those are fire ass tips. Thank you. I'm legit going to go buy post-its now after this call. <laughs> yeah, do it. No, seriously, because I, I, it's true. Like, um, I'm happy you mentioned, so those are all wonderful and i think that um i love that you mentioned that everyone is insecure and i feel like a lot of people forget that like it's true because like you can look at someone's instagram especially social media like fucks everything up in a way because you can see someone's page and we forget that like that person is showcasing their best you know what i mean and it's like they look so insecure so well sorry secure and so like they have their whole shit together and it's just like remember they're showing you like the highlight reel as i would say you know so the fact that you can just remember that person is at one point or some aspect of your life as equally insecure as you are or whatever it is, like it almost brings everything down to like the same playing field, you know? So I'm so happy you mentioned that. And also, um, in self-talk too. I mean, like I talk to myself all the time and like in the mirror or like in all ways that I feel like it's like you said, like, it's almost like if you don't have a confidence, if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is, you know? You have to like remind yourself all the time, be like, yo, like you're that bitch, Sam. Like, you know, so I, I get you. I think I think it's great. Thank you so much for saying those. Things are wonderful. And I think based on your um, not only your personal experience, like through your career, but also as someone that um, guides other women as well, what have you noticed um, when it comes to like someone's wellness or even your wellness and your self-talk, oh, even that overall, and your success, how does that kind of go hand in hand? for you? So this is actually something that I'm struggling with, like even right now. So on my birthday, Monday, I committed to a diet because I was like, we need to get ourselves together. We cannot walk out of this super roly poly. Like it's not (laughs) (laughs) soon enough. You want your own talk show. TV makes you even more fat. Like, um, and that's been something that I've struggled with through my entire life. Like I've been up and down in weight throughout my entire life. You know, I've had boyfriends tell me I need to lose weight, like everything you can experience. And so, you know, what I've already noticed, and it's what, so Monday was my birthday, today's Wednesday, that's three days of eating clean. I already feel better and I already feel more energized and I already feel more productive. Last night, I couldn't even sleep. I was up at 3.30 in the morning, like still plugging away because my IDs were fresh and I wouldn't do that if I was eating like a fat ass because the carbs would make me want to just load around and go to sleep. Right. Right? And so because of how important that is, especially right now with trying to, you know, kind of reinfuse new energy in you, 
wellness is so important and I think it's 360. It's not just wellness in your diet, in your physical, it's wellness in your mindset, it's wellness in your spirit. When all of those three things are balanced or working in tangent, it's like there's this magic that just comes out of you. And I am aware because I've operated in that space before. And so I'm working to get back to that space because I know how much um how much of a game it is to me, right? And how much more value um, it brings to how I show up for my clients, how I show up in my business, how I show up for myself, how I show up for my lover, whatever it is, right? Um, it really, really makes a difference. And so even though, and I know I'm not alone in this, people struggle with weight, especially women, you know, we struggle, we go back and forth, we yo-yo, et cetera. As long as you just keep going, in my book, you're good. Like as long as you right. never give up and let yourself completely go and that's spiritual, mental, as well as physical, to me, you're good. Um, but once you're able to get that alignment, like nobody can touch you. <laughs> you're, you're right though, you're right, you're right. And I'm happy <laughs> you mentioned it's true. I always say that like you can't pour from an empty cup. You know, like if you're not full, if you're not in always like spirit, body, mind, everything, like you can't show up in like the most basic way. You know what I mean? As like a friend even, you know? So I'm so happy you mentioned that. Um, I feel like you just dropped so much goddamn gems, like legit. <laughs> no, seriously, thank you so much. And I think, um, all right, so I want to ask you a few fun questions so we can get to know you personally. So what is your favorite way to move your body? It doesn't have to be only exercise. It could be anything. My favorite way to move my body Um, intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, it could be sex. I almost said it. <laughs> I almost said all it. All those prunes out there, it is scientifically proven, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that exercising your, no, that's true. you know, your love for intimacy <laughs> is a value add, okay? Listen I right. love it. I love how honest you are. That's a wonderful <laughs> answer. That's the best answer I've gotten on this question. <laughs> okay. And then what are your top three favorite things to do right now when you're like having to have free time or you're trying to like just chill? Um, or just have a good time overall. What are your top three things to do? My top three is to do in quarantine or yes in quarantine girl well actually you can give us both if you want so when we're not in quarantine my top three things to do is definitely travel okay. also i love to be around people i'm a people person i feed off an energy and so right now i'm struggling girl because yeah. i just love being around people hugging people Me too. <laughs> um and then the third thing i would say is um I really do enjoy Netflix and chill. <laughs> I really do. I do like it. I'm sorry. There's no substitute. Um, and so that's something, obviously, that has transferred over now that we're in quarantine. So right. I'm doing a lot more of that. Um, but honestly, um, aside from the anxiety that it comes with, I enjoy going to the supermarket. <laughs> like it's my outing i feel like all right we're getting outside we got something to do <laughs> walmart is like my thing okay? yeah 
No, it's like gives me mega anxieties. I'm like, oh my god, this person doesn't have a mask on. This person gloves. Like I just and I come back home and I'm like anxious and it takes four hours because I gotta disinfect everything. Yeah. It's still something that allows me to go outside and do things. Um, and then also what has started so in my apartment complex, it's kind of like like a whole community and like in the middle is like this whole walkway and so I started doing a lot of walking at night so nobody's outside yeah and it, it, it so it alleviates that anxiety about being around people and it's just like an opportunity to just chill talk like get some exercise in um and then I'll add one more thing I really do enjoy the virtual little meetups like I really? <laughs> like you know the cocktails over right. like that like I definitely look forward to that stuff yeah, me too. It's funny how, like, um, I feel like I would never do Zoom calls or FaceTime my friends. Like, I wasn't that kind of person. And now, like, I don't think I regular call anyone. I think I just go straight to FaceTime to whoever I'm talking to. Because, like, I don't know if it's, like, the quarantine or, like, not seeing people or what it is. But, like, yeah, I, I enjoy this. Those are freaking awesome. Um, okay, what's your favorite, current favorite pick-me-up song? Like, when you wake up, you want to feel like that bitch, what song would you put on? That remix? Megan the Stallion. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I know for real. That is, I'm just like, listen, that's my song right now. That is my pick me up song. Like, you cannot tell me <laughs> when that song comes on. It brings yeah. up my inner sass, and like, I'm just ready to. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, you're so funny. I legit need to like meet you in person when this whole shit's <laughs> over. Um, and then, I guess, what quote um, inspires you most? Like, your live by quote. If you were to have only one, but I know it's hard. I live by quote. Uh, do I have a live by quote? Um, I would say, um, I don't know if it's a quote, but it's, it's a motto that I live by. And it's always um, looking at the glass half full versus half empty. And that even right now, even right now, I'm looking at the glass half full versus half empty. And and um, that just helped me remain positive, remain optimistic, and understand that better days are to come. I love that. I love that. That's really good. Okay. Oh, that was good. Thank you so much, Victoria, for having uh, your time. Take a lot of time during quarantine. Because even though I know everyone's home and people think that we aren't doing anything, I know she feel like you must be busy as shit right now, coordinating stuff and doing stuff. So. I appreciate you coming on and taking time to talk to us and drop all these gems. Drop so many gems. I'm just like, I could make so much quotes out of this podcast. <laughs> so you did because I feel like you just dropped so many uh, personal and like just yeah. Thank you so much for all that. And um, yeah, so I guess we'll wait. Things we'll uh, see you guys on the also on the Instagram story. And thank you for coming on. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for listening into this episode. If you truly enjoyed it, please feel free to share it with someone that you think can truly benefit from this episode. If you have time, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Why not? Help us out. Also, um, make sure you check out the show notes so you can have um, get more information on our guest. And I will be back soon. Tune in next week, guys. <laughs>